I'm not an atheist. I'm not a materialist. I don't think the world's made out of matter. I think it's made out of what matters. It's made out of meaning. Look at it from, a, from the perspective of modern brain science. What we orient towards unconsciously, which means what captures our attention, is meaning, and it captures our attention before we know what it is. The brain acts as if the world's made out of information or made out of meaning. Heidegger, for example, German philosopher, was convinced that the world was made out of meaning, essentially, and that people's primary interaction with being was interaction with meaning. And that isn't what modern people think, because they're deeply materialistic. If you go back 400 years or 500 years, and you look at what people meant when they said matter, which is what things are made out of, the problem with the standard view of matter is that doesn't really deal with the fact that matter comes in arrays and in patterns and the patterns and the arrays which is sort of lost when you think about atoms that's where all the action is that's where the reality is my family creates music art and books please support us and check it all out links are in the description Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. You know, I have become very disenfranchised and disappointed with this new atheism. For those out there that doesn't know what new atheism means, it means that a whole new generation of atheists ended up coming along after the death of Christopher Hitchens. Now, Christopher Hitchens was a guy I used to enjoy watching. It didn't matter who it was. It didn't matter how much status someone had in society. He was an atheist who had courage. He was more than willing to get out in debates, discussions, and he didn't play games with people. He just went out, he asked questions that he thought were pertinent, important, and he went from there. But a lot of these new atheists, they like to play games. They like to try to personally attack or do ad homs on their opponents or people who are challenging them or questioning them. I've seen so many new atheists rage quit out of debates and discussions, or the debates or discussions never even happen because the atheist will simply say, well, you're a bad person, you're a piece of crap, or accuse someone of a crime or doing something wrong, and then they won't even bother. They'll make up excuses on why it is that the person that is asking them a question or challenging them is just simply not worth their time or valuable enough to do. And I find this kind of nonsense pathetic and boring and dull. I love watching intelligent people actually have a debate and discussion. I don't care if one person thinks that they're more intelligent than the other person. I think whenever it comes to philosophy, theology, science, um, there should be great deals of discussions going on and talks. I think the problem is for the new atheists is that they haven't been able to present anything new, bring anything new to the table. A lot of the questions that atheists are asking nowadays are questions that have been answered a hundred thousand times or more by religious people. And not just by religious people in debates of today, but the answers have always been there, whether you look in the Bible and learn to read, 
or if you just simply go back throughout history, it's as if the non-believer is incapable of coming up with any kind of arguments. And when they do present any arguments, the atheists of the past, they were also and always emotional arguments, such as, why is there evil in the world? Why doesn't God control us on strings? Why doesn't he just remove our free will so we can't do harm to each other? Why is there a hell? Why is there this? Why is there that? All this emotional stuff. Whether you like the concept of hell or not, whether you like the fact that the Bible has it to where God wipes out non-believers and people of other faiths, or even Christians who get out of line or miss the mark, this has nothing to do with whether God actually exists or not. I see Kent Hovind out there, guys like him, who put their phone numbers right out on the screen for everybody. I know whenever I was an atheist, back whenever atheism actually seemed cool and people thought it was actually interesting or voluable enough to look at, Kent Hoven used to offer his phone number out even then. Whenever I was a non-believer, I looked forward to having conversations with Kent Hoven. I had enjoyable discussions with him, and at that time, I was pro-evolution. I'm still not a young Earth creationist. I still believe the Earth is much older than what a lot of people are arguing. But the idea of evolution, I just don't feel like there's any observable scientific fact for it. I know that there's going to be a lot of atheists out there that claim that there's similarities and they also see some kind of DNA tracks. But 90% of the atheists that claim that have never actually been in a lab. They're taking the words of men or women that they don't even know who claim to have studied the field and are providing the information, whether it's on Sesame Street or some random science channel out there. The atheist won't admit that there are thousands of scientists out there that exist in the world who just simply don't believe evolution is a valid or credible theory whatsoever. And Charles Darwin himself was surprised that anybody even believed it. And number two, he believed if evolution were in fact true, there would require a god to engage nature and cause it to be the case that it doesn't just happen all by itself or come into existence via nothing which is pretty much you know the atheist claims they don't believe in magic yet they tell you everything that you see around you including reality itself just somehow magically poofed into existence that ladies and gentlemen is magic Claiming that there is some kind of powerful energy with a consciousness out there that helped to distribute matter and energy, space, time, and nature into what is referred to as the universe now is a perfectly valid and credible piece of information. In fact, it's exactly what science claims happened, that there was a prime mover that actually created the universe. It is more valid to believe that life comes from life as opposed to absolutely nothing at all or spontaneous generation as the atheist claims. But besides all that, I mean, I could go on all day about this, but the true annoyance is the weakness and the not even trying 
not even trying to have critical thought, just simply personal attacks on Christians. I see it happen to Kent Hovind all the time. They bring up the fact that he was incarcerated, the fact that he was in prison. So what? There are many Christians out there who visit prisons all the time and talk to atheists who are behind bars. There are many Christians out there who are trying to bring salvation and bring criminals to Christ who just so happen to be atheists. Could you imagine the state that Christianity would be in if we were to say, oh, you're a sinner, therefore I'm not going to talk to you about God. Oh, you've committed crimes, therefore I'm not going to teach you the Bible or teach you the word or teach you about how Jesus loves you. Thank God Christians do not have the same kind of behavior as atheists, where they just simply look at someone and determine that, oh, you believe in God, or you had some bumps in your life, so therefore you're not worth talking to? Who are these people? Why do they think that they're so much better? Aren't these the same people who believe they came out of the womb of a baboon? If you actually believe that you evolved from pond scum... How the hell are you going to pretend as though you're more valuable than the next person? You don't even have objective morality, so how are you going to suggest that someone is wrong or right or evil when you don't even have an objective foundation in which morality even works or a system to go along with? So the point is, ladies and gentlemen, whenever you bring up something somebody's done on the internet or you say, oh, this Christian did this 10 years ago, or this Christian may have been in jail or something, therefore I can't get into a debate or discussion with them. Well, let's just cut it right down the middle for what it actually is. You do not have the courage and you do not have the arsenal to be able to take on someone in an intellectual debate. Any five-year-old child can stomp their foot, call names, and throw a damn tantrum and record it. I'm just sad. I just love the days whenever guys like William Lane Craig was able to get up into a discussion with an atheist who actually had conviction and courage. I just simply don't see that nowadays. And it's pathetic. It's sad. Just a bunch of emo Satanists who are just trying to sound cringy and edgy on the internet, and they all do it just simply for monetization and views. It's just none of them care about what is actually true, and they only like science whenever it agrees with them. So I feel for guys like Kent Hovind, and I also actually feel sad for the atheist community because they have no champions. They don't have anyone strong enough who will step forward for them. Jordan Peterson is ours. I just put a video up recently showing that Jordan Peterson believes in Jesus Christ, believes in God, and explains why it is he's not an atheist. He actually says, I'm not an atheist. I do believe that there's a God, and I put the clip up there. He actually cries whenever he speaks of Jesus Christ because it humbles him whenever he speaks of such a man. I'm sorry. I, you know, I warned non-believers a long time ago whenever I was a part of old atheism. I said, look, 
One of the reasons why Christianity has survived as long as it has, one of the reasons why it is number one, the biggest belief system and faith in the world over all religions, and atheism is so small, is because Christianity has, one, all the tools. It has tons of historical evidence and information behind it. It's got tons of scientific validation behind it, everything it possibly can. And one of the other things that a lot of atheists underestimate about Christians, as well as Muslims and Jews of the Abrahamic faith is, you simply think that your emotional arguments are enough that's going to stick. Well, they're not. Christians have answered your questions even before you were born. You're not asking anything original or unique. And Christians, they have this tendency to not die, they multiply. They will either multiply because the Bible tells them to bear fruit and multiply, and they will also because they have the tools given to them by God, they will convert. For every one they lose, there will be ten more that will accept the faith. And you'll say, but wait a minute, the stats say that people are leaving churches. Just because a person doesn't go to church on Sunday doesn't mean they don't believe in God, doesn't mean they wouldn't die for their faith and die for Jesus Christ. And I happen to be one of them people. I'm not a churchgoer. I haven't been to church in a very long time, but I would die for Jesus Christ. I would die for the Son of God. So, take it or leave it, ladies and gentlemen. I just wish that I could feel that stimulation from a good debate and discussion again. Friday, 7 p.m., every Friday, 7 p.m., I put a public link out. People can come in and have a live discussion with me. I always try to keep it considerate, respectful, and polite. But even though the guys I've had in my room have been very cool and they've been very nice and I enjoy their company and I could see myself being friends with some of the non-believers who've come into the room, I still, unfortunately, haven't heard anything new. I haven't been given one single reason why I should completely cast out the idea or concept of God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have to say today. God bless. Anything good is God's proof to you sent beforehand to indicate that it's yours already. I'll say it again. True desire in the heart, that itch that you have, whatever it is you want to do, that thing that you want to do to help others and to, to grow and to make money, that desire, that itch, that's God's proof to you. Sit beforehand already to indicate that it's yours. And anything you want good, you can have. So claim it. Work hard to get it. When you get it, reach back. Pull someone else up. Each one, teach one. Don't just aspire to make a living. Aspire to make a difference.